life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. But we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. You ever said something in, in passing or maybe you said it kind of quickly and it didn't land the, the same way that you thought that you were, you were either making a statement, asking a question and somebody interprets it completely wrong. You ever have that? Oh, I'm sure weekly, <laughs> <laughs> maybe even daily. I'll say something that's like, Oh, that missed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I did that the other day and, and, uh, I was visiting with some friends that I hadn't been to their place in a couple of years. And, um, I just made that comment with them. I was standing there kind of reconnecting and shooting the bull with them and, you know, good, good people. And I just made a comment. I was like, Hey, it hasn't changed around here in, in a couple of years. And it landed as, Oh, are you calling us lazy? Like whatever it was. And, and as soon as I, I heard the words say it and I saw the posture change, I was like, Hey, and he started to kind of get defensive or I would say maybe just explain, you know, sure. Hey, hey, well, we've been busy doing this and that. I'm like, Oh, I didn't mean that. Actually, I didn't say it well, but what I was trying to say to you was, I'm so happy it hasn't changed because this is a really peaceful, quiet little corner of the world. And, um, I felt really bad about that because it, it kind of changed the conversation for at least a few minutes. Well, I mean, you're at their place. <laughs> you haven't been there in how many years? So, so Mayhew lacks little awareness, right? Yeah. There like, so, I mean, I think about like everything I did yesterday around the house, I, I feel like I got a lot of stuff accomplished. Mm-hmm. Then you walk in and go, well, that's what did you do today? <laughs> it looks like you didn't do anything today. You just been and sleeping like, on the couch. Screw you, man! Like I've been, <laughs> I've been up since whatever doing this. Like it's tough because yeah, yeah. I know you very well, and like you're not that guy that walks in and goes, "Well, this place is a freaking dump." Like, what have you been up to? Yeah. Like, no, but it happens every day. Like with my wife, with my girls. Like I'll say something, and it comes off not good. Mm-hmm. And you know, to a 14 year old girl, that could be devastating. Oh, sure. You know, to yeah. my wife, I'm sleeping on the couch tonight because it rubbed her the wrong way. Like, no no bad intent. It's just came off my tongue so fast, and they look at it and go, oh, that was really mean. I, it happens between adults, too. You can, between, sure. you know, in my case, I have adult kids, and, and it can still happen there. You can you can say something. In fact, I, I had that happen, um, I think, when we were helping move Corey. I'm, I always communicate with my nonverbals. And so he was explaining something to me about um, a project they wanted to do and they were trying to get a quote on it for the new house. And I was giving him a puzzled look like, and and he saw it as dad looking at him like he isn't getting it done right. And and it wasn't the case at all. In fact, so he kind of, he's like, you're giving me that look again. I said, no, I'm not about what you're saying. I'm saying, I don't understand why that came back at that price. You know, he thought he was making it about, our relationship and, and I wasn't. And so I don't know. I just, I, I kind of wanted to throw that out there today because I think communication obviously is one of the biggest challenges that people have oh, for sure, especially in business, right? Yeah, well, business and just in life in general. I mean, just think about how many times a day we communicate with somebody or something and different ways too. absolutely via text messaging, voicemails, emails. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think emails is the, one of the tough ones. Like you can say something and I think it comes off bad mm. or I can read your email and go, 
who does this guy think he is? Like, seriously? <laughs> like, no. Yeah. Like, call me. If, you know, I, I, I hate emails. I hate text messaging. I love phone calls because, or face to face, because I can get a, I can get a true read on what you're about and what, what you're saying. Yeah. Like we did this yeah. wrestling thing for the um, local team that they played softball with the police department last night. And this one kid reaches out to me and I didn't know him. Daniel, Daniel knew him. So I said, you know what? Like come to the house one day, let's just talk and see, like, I want to see what you're about before I start pouring into this. And mm-hmm. yeah. I want to know you're, you're good before I yeah. start helping out with things. And he came from wrestling practice. He doesn't get paid. He's just a, you know, a volunteer coach. Mm-hmm. He's soaked in sweat, sitting in that chair right there. And we had a freaking fantastic conversation. And that's a kid I can get behind because I, like I bought into him. And then he went like literally two days later, he was in the hospital with his kids. Like he had two, premature babies like had no idea yeah that's someone that i can get behind but i'm face to face talking to him seeing what makes him tick an email i i can't get that because you can type anything you want in an email and send it and i can go oh, yeah that seems like a good a good dude i want to i want to be face to face i want to see what you're all about i have some some friends that when they're face to face with you they you know they're just it's easy right everything's easy it's a great conversation it's easy we can we can talk about something difficult. We can talk about something <laughs> insignificant like sports or whatever. And then when I watch them write an email, it's totally different, right? And they'll address it in like a formal way. And you can tell they've, it isn't just a, hey, bro, I was checking this, you know, how I wanted to share this with you. Sometimes it can be that way. But oftentimes, especially if there's maybe one other person included in it, it'll start off with this kind of formal sound this formal tone, you're reading it and you know, this isn't how they normally speak. If it's just a a phone call or face to face and they're trying to set all that up. And, uh, anyway, there, it's a great point that you make Matt, because in a text message, in an email or messenger, whatever your form is, your brain is, is interpreting the inflection that is or isn't there. And you can be 180 degrees off. It might be close too, but you'd never know for sure. And so now uh, if I write a terse email, like just, uh, and I say terse, like even that has connotation to it, right? I write you a short email and I don't ask you like, and you just got back from vacation. I don't ask you about vacation. I'm just like, Hey, how are we doing on this project? It could be well-intended, but my, my pace is fast. I'm about the task. And if you are a slower paced person and you're about the, the, the people relationship, you'd be like, Bro, don't you want to know my vacation was? Yeah, it just it, it comes across as um, callous. It comes across as uh, uh, clinical. You know, I think of words like that only cares about the, the the thing, not me. Yeah, you know, we've talked about this, and we talk about it at work too. And it's you know, it's pretty common anywhere. But you have to wear different hats. Every associate has a different hat, yeah. and you know, the way I talk to one associate has to be a different hat than when I talk to a different associate. Because I may have a good relationship with you where you you want it straight to the point. If I do that with you, you're great. You're going to be fine. But if I'm straight to the point with part-time Susie cashier and I don't know that, it comes off bad. Yeah. yeah you know, totally. and it, it's, it's a deal breaker. Like it's, it's, it's the one snapshot in time that could be held over your head the rest of your life because of how you handled one interaction and For you sure. see it in 
every annual review over and over and over again because of just one bad communication or yeah. one bad you know conversation and because of how it landed they're mad you know and even just thinking back to friday night you know when i kind of opened this with i, I felt embarrassed I, I was uh i was like dude you're stupid you know i just uh because we kind of we kind of walked away from each other and and it wasn't a result of i don't think what i said we just walked away from each other because um Oh, he just he, was, he, he just walked away like mid set and just like no, I'm done. No, I'm trying to make myself feel better right now. <laughs> I wouldn't. You screwed up. That's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so let me ask you a question. So rewind. Well, yeah, you walk up to this guy. Like, yeah. what is what could you have said that would have landed a hell of a lot better? Well, okay. So first of all, I didn't just walk up to him and and blurt that line out. We had already been talking for a couple minutes, you know, and and it was, and then I was like, hey, the place doesn't look any different, you know, and. and what I could have done different would be to say, dude, the place looks great. Yeah. Cause that's really what I meant. Positivity. It truly was. Positivity. Leave, leave with a positive. Yeah. 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 And it just didn't occur to me that I was leading with a negative, but you know, we didn't talk a whole lot the rest of the night. Now he was, he was playing host. There was 25 sure. people there. He was making his way. We talked later. We played bags later together. So, you did, know, did you let him win? No, dude, we were on a roll. Okay, I was, gonna say, like, <laughs> I was playing with a super competitive guy too. And he was, he was, in the zone. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, you know, I'll clearly like, I don't know your relationship with this guy, but I know you and I know that's not you, yeah. you know, but you know, it's, it, it, it could change the dynamic of a meeting or a party or, or whatever that is, or even the long-term friendship that you guys have, because like I said, with the review process, it may have upset him. And it's now like you call him and say, oh, Jim Mayhew, oh, silent. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, it could go yep. that direction. No, I'm not saying like you need to reach out to him. You need to write him a card and say you're sorry. But well, I'm like, not going to write him a card, but I am going to text him. Yeah. And just say there's value there. Hey, man, it was so good to see you the other night. And just because that we that's how we tend to stay in contact. This isn't a close friend. It's just a, it's a good acquaintance. Right. True. And and there's a friendship potential there. But um, so do you want me to read your text before you send it? So it doesn't yeah, I should send bad. it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I do that at work. I, I if I'm typing up an email that's going to go to multiple people with multiple different personalities in multiple locations, you know, via our, our corporate office, I'll have two or three people just read it before I send it and say, okay, read this. You're going to get it, but I need you to tell me like, how does this land? Mm -hmm. Like, does this make sense? Where's somebody going to take it wrong? Because I want to send the email once. I hate the emails where you get a follow-up to a follow-up to a follow-up because mm -hmm. all these questions come out of it. So you want to send one email that makes sense easy to understand and then they can just go not to have to have a recap after a recap after a recap. So I'll have, I'll bring two, two or three smart thinkers into my room and say, Oh, Hey, read this. Tell me your thoughts. What do you think? And nine times out of 10, Oh, it's good. Just send it. Perfect. And like, I, I feel it's good, but I, I still want someone else to read it yeah, just good. to make sure that I'm not coming off wrong. Because like we said earlier, the email is one of the easiest ways to come off wrong just based on, on the words you use in the context. Here's another thing too. I mean, I've written an email in those times when I've felt urgent, overwhelmed, maybe a little stressed or impatient. Maybe that's even a, just a place that I'll start. So I'll hammer it out and I got tone in it because that's how I'm thinking. And so I'm using 
forceful words, right? It's very direct statements. There's nothing that I'm not really asking a question. It's, it's about making assertions. It's about making statements. And I'll, so on those, I'll go back and read it. And I'm like, Oh, this is not like, you know, cause I'll save it and I'll come back to it later. And later, maybe I've went and got a coffee, <laughs> sure, you know, or I grabbed a snack or something that's good. Like maybe I just needed some food. And so now I look at it and I go, okay, so I'm in a better place now. Um, hey, slow down. And, and I think that's actually a really good thing for me to remember is to slow down. I, that's why Beth is so valuable to me because she keeps me slower because she, you know, that's just her pace. It's her personality. It, yeah. it is right. She wants me to slow down on things. Um, if I'm around fast people, I tend to spool up and get even faster, you know, so. Well, with, with any communication, whether it's text, phone calls, you know, or face to face, I truly believe you should not do it when there's emotion involved. You have to remove yourself from the situation for whatever long that takes because. And that might be a couple of days. It could be, it could be, it could be 30 seconds. It could be a day or two. Yeah. Um, because when there's emotion involved, good emotion or bad emotion, good emotion's good, but bad emotion, like you may say something that it doesn't land anywhere near where it should have landed because it, it shouldn't have came out of your mouth. And that ruins things. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you take a shot to take a shot and it's, it's all because of an emotion that was triggered, it doesn't make the situation better, it makes it worse. I, I think there's times too when, especially in writing, yeah, you can be passive aggressive and you're worried. And I, ugh, I hate passive aggressiveness. Yeah. Like I'll just be straight up. But if, if I go back and I read something that I wrote in that moment and I look at it, I'm like, you know what, may you, I think you, you, you did it. You know, you just did the thing that I'm glad I caught it. Right. Yeah. That, that, that drives you crazy that you call out. So, um, yeah. I mean, going and getting that snack, taking a walk, just doing something to like reason it out. Because there's been times when, when I've wanted to respond to something immediately because I either feel like, wow, if I don't respond to this immediately, I might forget. There's been times when I've wanted to respond to something immediately because I'm fired up. I'm passionate about it on the good side or the negative side that I can be, uh, it's just, again, I can come across completely wrong. And I think it's, if you take time and you pause and you wait, it truly shows something about your character. Yeah. I mean, because you can have a bad experience at a retail store, drive home and write a strongly worded email back to the store <laughs> that is like, it, it comes off. I mean, it's bad. Like we suck and you guys are horrible people and this and that. And you're going whole oh, buckets instead of going, I'm going to write a letter, but I'm gonna do it tomorrow. And have time to process. What, and you've, yeah. you've received these letters. I, I, I re, we replied to every one of them. We yeah. talked. We try to talk to every person that sends yeah. us a letter just to figure out how we can get better. And there's some that they want to have a conversation. And nine times out of ten, based on a conversation over the phone, we get we we get them as a customer again because we we explain to them what we're trying to do and we do apologize and like we'll fix this. We're going to use this. We get them to come back. The ones that want to be the internet tough guy where they could say whatever they want and then they don't return your phone calls. They don't return your emails. They just, they yeah. wanted to vent basically. And to me, the passive aggressive way of doing that is to not write the email or to make the phone call, but it's to put it on social media. Sure. And, and tag the company in it. Yep. 
and then not be a grown up about it. You don't respond or, or, I mean, that to me, that's very destructive. Yeah. You know, and as for the people that are listening, here's what I want. If you have a bad experience in any one of my locations or our locations, find it, find a manager right then and there and just talk to us because we can live in the moment with you. We can address it in the moment with you, but then you go home and you write this strongly worded email to us and I have to then follow up with you when you're literally, you're in the store. Like if you have a bad experience, come tell me about it right now. Like I want to, I want to fix it right now because chances are if we're getting smoked in an area and you're noticing it, we're, we're maybe trying to already attack it, but we we want to assure you that, Hey, yep, absolutely. Here's the deal. Two cashiers called in. We got two more coming in right now. I do apologize for you, but we're working on it. We're, We're not a bunch of knuckleheads. We see it like as a, as a floor manager, I don't like getting run over. Like if we're that busy or I'm constantly getting run over, believe me, I'm trying to fix it because I don't like living that way. So if a customer is getting run over or not getting the help that they need. But it's just so easy and convenient to ignore that. It is. <laughs> it is. And it's, I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to change because like no one truly likes confrontation. Right. Um, but they'll go home and they'll write something. Well, not necessarily no one. There are some. Oh, sure. That, that thrive on confrontation. There, there are. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I yeah. think. We're not going to have confrontation. Yeah. Like if you just walk up and say, Hey, here's the deal. I love your store. Like lead with a positive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the compliment sandwich lead <laughs> with a positive. This is what just sucked. But man, I really love when I come shopping here. Thank you. Like I'm, I'm going to work harder for you. But if you stand in front of my store and yell and scream at me and call me every name in the book, there's the door. I don't need your business anymore. You can go shop somewhere else. Exactly. And it's no different than me in a white <laughs> shirt or a cashier behind the register who normally takes the brunt of it yeah? because the guy or gal is checking out, they're pissed off. And then little Susie is getting yelled at. Like that's not, it's not on her. It's on me. You come talk to me. And little Susie has no power to maybe change those things. She's holding her hands up. Like, I don't, I, I, I didn't do that. On yeah. Let me get or, a manager for you. Yeah. 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 And, it's, and it's one other thing too, on that strongly worded email is it delays the resolution by days and probably because as, as urgent as you're going to try to do it, just depending on the day of the week, you need to figure out what happened here kind of stuff. Like, you know, it could, it could just make it linger. And here just two, one, two things are probably going to happen on that customer standpoint. They're still fuming or it's over. It's water under the bridge, right? doesn't matter anymore. Well, I mean, I just, I look from the standpoint of why let it ruin your day. Yeah. If you're in a, if you're in a, a retail spot or a business or whatever, wherever, and you have a bad experience, let someone know. Chances are it's going to get fixed today. Yeah. I do apologize. I'm going to try to find a way to take care of you. And usually sometimes it's just a conversation and they're, they're reassured we're going to, we're going to make it work and we can, we can go on or it's, you know what, that, that really sucked. Let me get you taken care of today. I'm gonna get you a gift card so you can come back and see us. But then I got to follow up with you down the road. I got to mail you something. I got to no. You're in my store. You're upset. Come find me and let's talk and tell me what, what, how you're feeling and what happened. And I'm going to listen and I'm going to fix it because chances are if it's that bad, I'm witnessing it too. We're trying to, we're trying to fix it too. Yeah. Just kind of coming back to full circle. It is, it's those things that we give people not enough credit for. Maybe we give too much at times 
when when you start with saying something that comes across as insensitive, it's probably because there's a little bit of history there. Sure. You know, most of those things aren't going to happen if we just met unless in your example, somebody is upset about something that happened in a store. But, um, you know, we've known each other and then you say something because, well, your guard's a hundred percent down, you know, you're just, we're standing there holding a margarita or whatever and, and talking and something stupid comes out of your mouth and you're like, I, I don't know how, why that happens. It just happens. Oh, for sure. Well, you're comfortable. I think that's what it is. And, and in that comfort then, or if there's an abundance of alcohol involved, the filter truly is gone. And maybe you do say the thing yeah. that you wouldn't normally say. That wasn't the case. With That's where you have to be careful. Night. You got to be careful there. But I was just looking over at your, you've got a really cool piece of technology that we used to record this. And do you have one of those sound bites that goes dun, dun, dun? I do, but I don't remember which one it is. <laughs> you just hit them. Um, but I was like, no, not that one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I should do that. <laughs> I was, I I was to learn thinking this when, I, when I dropped that this morning, like, dun, 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 <laughs> dun, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We got to find a way to u- utilize this more because there's so much cool technology here that we just hit record and that's all we usually use it for. So well, long term, we'll fix it. Uh, hopefully, Matt, you will help me. I will help you. And all of us will just continue to get better at, at being We're in a climate right now in our in our culture in America, especially that people are very sensitive and we say things that we just don't just don't know what I mean but we'll get smarter you hold me to it I'll hold you to it sounds good well I'm Matt and I'm Jim see you next time well we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 podcast hey everyone this is Jim and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor if you've gotten something out of these conversations if you've been entertained or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.